Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rascal Grabs. My name is Chris. My name is Vincent. And today we are talking about possibly one of the greatest professional wrestling promos of all time. Uh, Arn Anderson. My God. Oh, what yeah. A legend. 100%. That is the only reason we're here. I mean, not that's not true, actually. That's not true. Because this, this whole episode was a Brody Lee tribute. So. Yeah, you know, that's, that's great and all. But it's one of those things you can, like, watch it. And you can go on Twitter and be like, man, it's really cool of them to do that. You don't have to make a whole yeah. review about that, right? Yeah. But Arn Anderson saying that he, if he was ever robbed, would in fact pull out a gun and shoot somebody. I mean, that's, that's come incredible. On. Yeah, we gotta we gotta figure this shit out, man. Uh, I guess we can talk about it later when we get to the promo, more on, like more about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. let's get through the rest of the show, which admittedly wasn't. As cool. I mean, the Bray tribute was awesome, but yeah. besides that, not that cool. But anyways, yeah, sure. I mean, I was going through some recording issues just now, so I'm a little bit off the game, you know. So you know, you uh, off had some game. audio issues. Not off the, I don't know what the game would be. I guess Squid Game. I don't know. You're off the recording game currently. Yeah, the rec- the recording game. Yes. Whatever that involves, you know, struggling with the audio. You want to know what? You want to know what I um what I did this this weekend? Sure. I had Chick Fil A for the first time. First time ever. Yeah, the first time ever. I had it twice. It seemed momentous occasions in one week. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was last week. It wasn't this weekend, but um yeah it was it was interesting i mean it was good chicken i'll say that it was good chicken i didn't want to like go into it like oh it's gonna be the best thing ever because that never gives you uh any sort of enjoyment when you eat it and you're like oh this ain't that good as they say it is so i tried it it was actually pretty fucking good so now i had the chicken sandwich the normal chicken sandwich uh the, the deluxe just seems unnecessary i'll be honest with you now do you think it's good in general, or do you think it's good for a restaurant that's main thing is chicken? Like, do you think that should be their main thing, or do you think? No, for sure, I do. I do think so. I think it's that good. Okay. Um, but I, I also had the waffle fries. The waffle fries were cool. They were the be- They were better than most waffle fries. I'll say that. Like most waffle fries suck all the ass and they are soggy as shit, and you can tell they're frozen as fuck, right? But these, they, they tasted some somewhat different. So I appreciate that. The mac and cheese, I can't say the same about that, really, necessarily. It was like a KFC mac and cheese, but with a lot more cheese in it. So, I mean, for for me, though, I want to come back to it and get the mac and cheese over and over again, though, which is kind of weird, but whatever. It's the cheese, really. It's like, it's I don't even, yeah, it's the cheesiness of it, I think. I don't know. Like, the pasta itself is like, yeah, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I just want to come back to it. Yeah, well... Good also, know. the spicy chicken sandwich as well, right? So the spicy chicken sandwich is good. Uh, I don't know if the spicy... I didn't think this far. I didn't think that the spicy one... I'm not sure if the spicy one's better than the normal one, but it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I kind of forgot what they, they've tasted like differently. So, yeah. So I think it's insane, personally. They did a whole uh, Chick-fil-A mukbang taste test thing and didn't record yeah. it. Look, look, look. I mean, I could have done it, man. I could have done I mean, look. Um, I don't know if people want to watch me eat food. That's just, that's the extent of that, really. I mean, look. I'm a bit you... of a messy guy, you know? I mean, the people watch Nick Otto, Avocado or whatever, but, I mean, 
I don't know if they want to watch me, you know. I, and I also, I'm not comfortable with that shit, you know, but it's what it is. Yeah, I think the you feel uncomfortable, the viewer would feel uncomfortable, and the uncomfortableness would cancel out somewhere in the middle, personally. Yeah. I, I, me, you know what? It's good content. I'm maybe, maybe do it one day. Maybe like a taste test in my car or something like that, but who knows? Who knows? We'll do it next time. You'll strap a GoPro to you. It'll send you to a Chick-fil-A location. You know, wear a hat to cover it up so you don't ask you too many questions. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think the spicy and the chicken, the normal chicken sandwich is probably equal, in all honesty. All right, so... Before oh, wait, we what did you this, think of it when you first had it, Chris? I had just chicken nuggets and the waffle fries. I thought it was okay. Bro, the chicken nuggets actually kind of... They do be slapping. Now, probably after you heat the sandwich, you'll probably be like, oh, these are actually pretty fucking good. Like, as little poppers, they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, this is like a year and a half, two years ago, maybe, that I had it. So I, my memory isn't that great about it. Yeah. Honestly, like, if I knew, uh, I don't even know, I don't think I have a Chick-fil-A near my house, usually. So I don't think I'd be able to actually go there or order something from them regularly. No, that's just where that's at. I once interviewed for a job at Chick-fil-A. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, well, I didn't get that <laughs> job. Well, you're here on YouTube reviewing... Dynamite, so yeah, that's how that went for you. Yeah, I tried it you once. Do, we, you know what? You could do a mukbang of Chick fil A, and you know, maybe they'll see that and be like, Wow, this guy knows what he's talking about, he's pretty happy too. You might as well hire him. I think it's you know, how usually if you go to a job interview, like the guy will ask you some questions or whatever. Maybe you were too upset for him. Maybe he wanted you to be like really happy and stuff. And you were just like, I don't know, man. No, no, man. Yeah, I don't know what to say when I, when I give them their food. I don't know what the fuck to do. What happened was I went there to do the interview. Dude hands me a, a questionnaire and a piece and a pen. And he says, all right, I'll be back in a few minutes. I was like, what? I don't know. These, these answers to these questions. Who's my role model? I don't know. Anyways, I ended up calling my... Uh, you could have picked anybody, man. Anybody. Halfway through it, I was so Honestly. confused. I text my mom. Was like, "What? Do I have any role models? Do I have any of those?" <laughs> you should have picked someone. You should put like the chicken on the bag. The chicken on the bag is my role model. I want to be just like him. I should have said Jesus Christ. The guy next. Oh yeah, that's, exactly. That's you know, Kanye West would have worked. Kanye West, Jesus, the Holy Trinity. You know. Yeah, Jesus. There you go. I I listen to Jesus on a daily basis. I would have gotten that job instantly. Yeah, they would have been like, wow, he's a holy man. He's a man of God. I love him. He's great. Man of Christ, yeah. Anyway, so I didn't get that job. But... I don't know if you, I don't even actually know if you had to be a man of God to go to the one I went to because apparently they were rude as fuck. So, I mean, you know. Well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not going to expose those, those people, though, you know? Different God. Yeah. I don't know what God they were looking up to, man. They were looking up to Satan or something, bro. I don't know. Give me Satan chicken. I mean, that maybe the Satan chicken is better than the original chicken. Maybe you had the God chicken, I had the Satan. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. 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 Anyway, so so besides the legendary Arn Anderson promo, you may be wondering why are we doing this a week late? Well, we weren't going to do this at all. Yeah, to be completely transparent with you, like we said before. But, you know, the Arn Anderson promo happened. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, this might be a good strategy for us. We do these things a week late. People are like, man, what happened last week on Dynamite? This goes up. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, we're here to remind you of what happened last week on Dynamite. 
you know, you can watch it's everyone basically else. It's basically a preview to Dynamite. There you go. Basically, it's a preview. It's a reminder. Refresh. You can thank us later by subscribing, commenting, leaving a thumbs up, uh, following us on social media, uh, Instagram, whenever that comes back up, you know. It's on right now. I checked. It's a miracle, really. It's a sign that you should follow us there. It's because I kept going to the app and then realizing it shut down. Like I did that like 10 times and I was like, eh, it's never going to open back up. And I felt like I was gone half the day, but apparently not. So whatever. It felt like a long time. It felt like the whole day, man. People posted shit like six hours ago. The problem is I was in the middle of class when this was happening. So I kept getting bored and going at Instagram and look at pictures and you know, stuff. And I was like, can I, is it working now? No. Okay. So it's four hours of me trying to find a distraction from class. Yeah, that's tough, man. I was looking through, um, we have our TikTok now, so I was just scrolling through TikTok. And then I found out these live videos exist now on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why that's a thing, but okay. I feel like Instagram Live's where you go. I mean, yeah, any of them really. Um, Fleets, when that used to be a thing. I think that Facebook does sometimes. I don't know? think this Fleet's live stream. I think Fleet's was just story. I think they have their own other live stream platform. I mean, you could tell what was going there. It could have been, yeah. But I mean, Fleet's was just dead in the water as soon as they announced its name was Fleet's. So. That's pretty true. But yeah, we have a TikTok. The show. The show. And also <laughs> the TikTok. Yeah, go. F- I mean, we have a TikTok. If, if we post anything, we'll let you know. The odds of us posting anything on there? incredibly low but if you want to follow it yeah you can follow it it's just rascal grabs like everything else alright so anyways CM Punk's on commentary tonight that's what he did all night he didn't get interrupted no Taz coming out saying you talking about me no didn't happen yeah, he has like a restraining order type thing against him or something I, I'm not sure is that what he said I'm, I forgot I don't know what he said I don't think it was a restraining order because it's not permanent. I think it was just a sort of, I forgot what he said, dude. I used to remember him but saying something, something. Don't worry, guys. A, no one's going to attack me this time. Yeah, he has something in, in force that Taz can't, in, in, like, he can't get attacked by anybody. He can't fight anybody and stuff like that, basically. No encounter, no confrontation. Yeah, that's got a one night restraining order against the entire city of Brooklyn. Basically, yeah. He was like, I would go in that ring, but it would violate this. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. He said during the MJF thing, too, I wasn't sure. I thought he was just saying, oh, man, I wouldn't get in there, but, you know, still wanted. It was a, it was a real thing, yeah. He was going to do will... it legally. Well, legally, the show kicked off with Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole. And this time, for four weeks, he did the thing correctly. And I know you were happy. I was happy. Everyone watching was happy, you know. Man said kaboom. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool, man. He did it on time. It's about time. Really is out, yeah, on time, about time. Because of that, after a very good match, he low blows Jungle Boy and wins the match because of that specifically. Yeah, man, he he's you know I like him, like the way he wins matches. You know, it's efficient. Uh, It's not clean, but it's efficient, and that's what matters sometimes. I mean, yeah, exactly. Jungle Boy didn't even need those balls. He didn't need them, right? Well, I'm talking about balls in a minute. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely didn't, you know, definitely not. A lot of balls in this opening 15 minutes. That's interesting, yeah. So, moving on to the Elite promo that came immediately afterwards. Uh, yeah. The Elite, the, the Elite. They just came out and they said, man, you don't know what it takes to be the Elite. And they Where said, was Don Callis? 
That's a good question, actually. Who the fuck was that guy, bro? I was looking around for him. I was like, he's not here at all. He's not standing next to them. He's not. I was watching this. Shit. I don't get it. I was watching the promo trying to figure out what's different. And I was like, oh, it's just Michael Nakazawa's here. I was like, no, he's always here. Yeah, no, he's he's part of the group. Yeah. Well, he's one of the Stooges, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So anyways, Poor guy saying, got booed out of the building, though. That's unfortunate. I couldn't even hear what he was saying. Poor guy. Yeah, I don't think he said anything. I think he just kind of froze. He had two lines that he said, and he handed off the mic to somebody else. That's, that's tough. Can you blame him, though? I mean, Nick set him up for, like, total failure. He said, you're ready to hear the greatest professional wrestling promo of all time. He hands it to Nakazawa. Nakazawa wasn't ready. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He didn't even write anything down. He didn't have any bullet points. He didn't know where he was going to go with it. You know, it's, it's just an unfortunate situation. They booed him, started chanting CM Punk at him. Kenny Omega had yeah, They to were take doing that like... during the whole entire promo, kind of. They were just kind of booing them, saying CM Punk, this guy, this guy. They were chanting everything at him. They were saying, what? I don't know what they were doing. But if this wasn't... They, they definitely didn't... They definitely played along. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. If this wasn't the city that Brody Lee was from, I would say they should never get a dynamite ever again. But because Brody Lee was from there, I'll give him a pass this time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm not sure what the fuck they were doing, to be honest. Well, like, CM Punk is back. You don't have the chat anymore. He's here. He's right there. You can see him on the commentary table. We can they stop that. He just wanted to see him get into the ring, that's all. He said he physically pull up your phones or whatever. Listen, he, he can't do it, okay? Yeah, it's because they couldn't hear him because he was on commentary. He was... He just... They, they couldn't uh, see, hear him. Well, they could see him. But they couldn't see him in the ring, you know? But, you know, at that very moment, he, at least. Even if you didn't see hear him, you saw him earlier, so you got your CM Punk stuff for the night. Oh, the entrance happened, that's true. That's true. Yeah, whatever. They well, didn't get CM Punk, was weird. but yeah. they didn't get Brian Danielson. Okay, okay, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. Pretty good substitute, yeah. Good old Brian comes yeah. out, he says, give me my rematch. Kenny says, no. Brian says, uh, Kenny Nobles, am I right? The crowd starts chanting. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, man. Brian Danielson just... couldn't come up with some other shit. I know for a fact they gave him this last minute. They said, Brian, man, you want to go out there? And he said, sure. You you have something. He didn't behind. even say he had no ball. Okay, so this man said, you don't have enough balls. I was like, what the fuck does that even make? How many balls do you need to have a match, bro? He said, there's a sincere lack of cojones in, these, in this ring right here. Man's has how many balls does Daniel Bryan have? Or Brian Danielson have? Or I don't know who Daniel Bryan is, but how many balls does this man have? Does he have more than two? Because that's kind of not good. I think that scene from Austin Powers where Dr. Evil gets hit in the nuts and he, he counts, he, he makes sure they're still there. He goes, one, two, three. Okay, good. Maybe he only maybe he was insinuating that Kenny Omega only has one ball. He lost one in the tragic accident, possibly. I think maybe, maybe, uh, is that, I don't know if that ever happened to be in the Elite history, but it sounds like something that would happen to be in the Elite history, so. Maybe in the backstage lore, possibly. And yeah, Rose to the Top. We haven't seen it yet. At some point, we will. And I bet he lost the ball in Rose to the Top. I bet that's what happened. I bet Cody chopped it off or something. Season finale, Cody goes insane, stabs Kenny in the nuts, and he... They were setting the up for the Dark Order, uh... They were setting up for the Dark Order segment. Evil Luna was practicing. He chopped off one of Kenny Omega's balls. Possibly, maybe, could be. Yeah, that's why. Um, that's why all those punches missed with that one dude. 
That's what it was. He was he, he was thrown off. He was thinking about the ball thing the whole time. It was like evil Uno was fucking evil for real. Couldn't believe he saw a man's testicle flying across the room <laughs> after a botched stunt go wrong. He couldn't unsee it. No, definitely not. Dustin's also, you heard that thing about the, the EVPs aren't EVPs. Like, um, like they don't boss people around or anything like that. They're just kind of on TV. It's kind of just a title. I feel like that was pretty obvious. Though. I mean, I expected that much from them. That sounds like how that would go. I feel like Cody is the one dude I wouldn't expect to do that, though. I feel like he would be the one that'd be like, I'm in charge, I'm doing this and that and this. I didn't probably, read the whole article, maybe he is, but yeah. He's probably that guy until it comes to booking his segments. Then he becomes that guy. Yeah, probably. He's more selfish than them, that's what he is. Booking everyone else saying, he's like, no, no, do what you want to do. Someone comes to Cody for their match. Uh, I didn't hear anything about America in there or patriotism. Uh, where's the yeah. 80s wrestling? in there i don't i didn't hear anything yeah you gotta start chanting usa usa you know that's just how you do it and where are you from again i'm from ohio sir oh i'm from america i don't know what to tell you so i'm from the united states walks away i'm from all of the united states just from one ohio's not a state anymore if (laughs) i say so i represent the whole entire country motherfucker i will personally kick your ass and kick ohio out of this country Anyways, All right, so, so where were we? Brian challenges one of the elite to a match on Rampage. Uh, Kenny says, "Why not right now?" And Brian says, "Sure, but I have friends to help me out here." He oh, got, he's friends. That's pretty cool. I mean, I don't have friends. That's that's pretty neat, actually. Yeah, no, I didn't appreciate that reminder that he gave me. But I mean, I, you know, someone has to have them. If I don't have them, someone has to. That's that is true. Somebody does have to have the friends in replacement of mine. Yeah. So Brian it's kind of like, like maybe 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 Kenny needs like a robotic ball or something. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what happens. It's a the next rematch, ball and a pole match. Ah, that's great. You know Vince Russo. Maybe I, mean, I don't know if he's been wanting to go into AEW. Maybe he, maybe he steps up that time and books that same. And then book one thing. It'll be the full gaming event. It'll be a metal ball and a pole match, and okay. he'll never be allowed to book anything in wrestling again. And that's how that'll go. But it will be legendary, so that's that's enough. So, anyways, Brian's friends, along with good old Frankie Kazarian, you know, yeah, he, I mean, this dude Frankie, I don't know where the fuck he stands, really. He's kind of just there doing Frankie things, and uh, is what it is. I don't even care. Now, I'm just proud of him. Ever since that one week, we're like, man, you're doing this whole elite hunter thing all wrong. He's been doing it right, man. He's been singling out targets, moving in the pack, yeah. making friends of his own, you know. I mean, honestly, yeah, that is the progression, but I still do feel like he needs a little more direction. Yeah, for now, this is good enough until I not become not proud of him. I feel like he needs to cut promos about how he wants to hunt down the elite and stuff. He does the stuff on some platform like Dark Elevation. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he probably does it on there, but I don't give a That doesn't count. It's not canon. Okay. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. We could put it on a t shirt if you really want to. The first Russell Grabs t shirt, if it happened on Dark, did it really happen at all? Is that too long for a t-shirt? Yes. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> it won't even. We'll just extend it past the t-shirt. It just won't finish the sentence at all or the question or anything like that. Just completely past the t-shirt. If it happened on dark, and then it'll, it'll continue on the back. It'll have an arrow going around your abdomen to your it's back. back there. No, yeah, the arrow says things. Back there. Back. Look, back there. 
Look at my back. Yeah. It really happened. That's the worst shirt ever, bro. That's Ray on brand for our merch. Exactly. That's perfect. It's actually perfect. We'll charge 10 bucks for it. It'll be great. I wear it because it's my merch. So, I mean, we ran into conventions. We get kicked out for being lame. Yeah. The fuck? It's just black and it has white text. The hell? And look, the arrow, though. The arrow's pretty unique, huh? You know, if you get it, you get it. That's really all it is. Yeah, if you know, you know. So, anyways, Andrade is backstage. He's Hell challenging yeah. the Lucha Bros for the AAA tag titles. Not sure where that's going. I mean, but... I don't know. Um, you know, if you had Chavo with him, maybe they could do that. Possibly. I don't know who's imagine. Tag imagine he. Imagine his tag partner is Chavo. He turned on him the other week to just bring him back for the tag title match this week. Maybe he was just saying he can't be his friend anymore, a manager, but he didn't say anything about tag team partner. Yeah, you assault the man, then you make up with him later. It's just how it's just that's how men do things, you know. Yeah, I'm just gonna rush past that part so we can get to the important part of the show, the part everyone's yeah. here for. Uh Cody and Lee Johnson versus Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Yeah, it was oh, a good no, match. They, they do this match on paper sounds amazing, and it was amazing. It was pretty good because Dante Martin's fun to watch. You know, you just love to see him uh, wrestle. He's just fantastic, and Lee Johnson is just solid in the ring all around. So he's great as well. Yeah, and this was a really good, fun tag match. I enjoyed it. And a lot. Cody's Cody, and that's Cody. That's also cool, but you know, uh, yeah, Lee Johnson. Something. Lee Johnson was the one that picked up the win here, and. Then we get to the greatest. He's the most confident motherfucker, bro. He was just like, no, fucking tag me in, motherfucker. I'm getting the win here. Dumbass Cody, motherfucker. Get out of here. Man. Do, you, do you want to describe this promo or do you want me to do it? Because I'll do it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I want you to, you, you, yeah, you sound excited. Let's go. Let's go. So, starts off, yeah, it's Tony Schiavone's in the ring, I think. Tony Schiavone's in there. He goes, uh, he goes and holds the mic up to Cody after the win. Cody goes, look, Rochester, you guys have waited for this show for so long. Yeah, stop booing me. Let's do this Malachi Black rematch right now. Ryan Anderson, he grabs the mic. He goes, Cody, shut your goddamn mouth, man. I've had it with your nonsense, okay? You know what? Last week you had the match won, but you can't go check on me, man. You're, you're a little bitch for that, okay? You really are. If you got robbed, someone would steal your car and you'd say, take it, man. Just don't hurt me. I just want to go home peacefully, okay? But if someone robs me, oh man, oh my god, I pull out the Glock as he <laughs> as he holds an imaginary Glock to his head. It was insane. I pull out my Glock, I blow their brains out on the concrete, then I drive away because I'm Art Anderson, bitch. Yo, I was fucking dying laughing, man. I don't, I did not see this coming, even though I should have seen something like this coming. Honestly, it no was the way he set it up. He was like, yeah, he was like, oh. You'd just be a pussy if someone tried to steal your car. And I was like, what's going to happen here? How, where's this going? And he so just fucking went said, all out, man. I was no, like, wow, no, this man's Here's the example. Fuck. Someone tried to steal your car. I knew it was going somewhere. I didn't know where. But I was ready for that ride. And it paid off. Yeah. yeah man, Arn Anderson's a good promo, honestly. Like, this is fucking the hardest promo in AW history. It has to be. Finish off the promo by saying, Cody, I don't coach losers. So you stay here. Me and Lee are going to go somewhere else because Lee actually listens to what I tell him. I wonder where it's going, man. I'm actually interested. Yeah. I wonder if Arn's gonna run with this whole Glock thing. Imagine yeah, he fucking 
He pulls in a Glock every week. She probably he should bring a uh a work Glock, not a real work Glock, Glock, but one that looks super yeah. real, you know. He should start yeah. pointing to people during matches. <laughs> you want this? You don't want this? Don't steal my car, motherfucker. No. Have some big deal like Lance Archer come out, try to attack him, and then have Arn pull out a, a crowbar or something, bash him in the leg, and point the fake gun at him. It's like, you no, someone me? should try and steal Arn's car next week or this week. Yeah, have Dan Lambert and his friends do it. Make them useful yeah. for something, you know. Well, I mean, I don't know, maybe because then he has to kill them. Yeah, Dan Lambert, right? Dan I Lambert. I mean, kill off the character of the yeah, kill off the men of the year and then make them into something else. Bring them back for October as the ghouls of the year, and you know what? It'll be great. That's perfect. Yeah, actually, that's the best idea we've ever had. There you go. This dude, Dan Lambert, pulls up to Arn's car next week. He goes, "Man, you think you're a tough guy, Arn? Let's see how tough you really are." You start trying to fiddle with the lock, you know. All of a sudden, you hear the lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They don't show it on camera. But you know what happened. They show up next week, a bunch of baby powder on them, the sheets and everything. Yeah. You know, like the benches, whatever. Like, okay, we're ghosts now, but we're still the best, okay? We're, we're going to call ourselves <laughs> ghouls of the year. And it's going to last all the one month. That's perfect. Yeah, you know... You know, we give these people, we give these promotions too much content to, like, steal from us. And they never take it. You know? They don't do, you know, we don't even ask for anything in return. We really don't. You know, maybe maybe a giant billboard with our names on it, possibly. But is that really, like, for this content, this fountain of content that we're giving you, is that really so much to ask? Yeah, like, factual, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand, dude. I don't understand. I want a fucking car with my name on it. That's all. Lamborghini, yeah. or will give me the Lamborghini. Yeah, give me that. You know, maybe, yeah. possibly, even make make Lego Del Soldiers was the Lamborghini, and then give me the Lamborghini. That's that's all I ask. Make Lego Del Soldiers with the Carfax Fox. You know. Not, oh my God! I, Perfect. What am I really asking for here, compared to what I'm giving you? You know, it's it's a yeah. steal when you think about it. Yeah, man. Honestly, this this promo is just the the only reason anyone should uh, should watch Dynamite. Honestly, well, that should be the main reason, not the only reason, because you know, really Lee and the main event was pretty good. But you know, the main main like I want to see this shit right here. Definitely, something I didn't want to see though. Uh, Team Mox and Darby versus a uh, Team Dark. That was not a fun time. Uh yeah yeah. This is this wreath of mesh that just got thrown on there for time reasons. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This was honestly, like, I wasn't, I wasn't too much. I don't even remember this match, to be honest. Yeah, I barely remember it. It was a six-minute match, really. Ed, Eddie Houston, Moxley, and Darby won. They did a lovely little tribute to Brody Lee afterwards, but that's really all there is to it. Yeah, honestly, man. Uh... I, I, do you see maybe Eddie Kingston and Moxley going for the tag titles? I have no idea what they do because they did that already, like a couple months ago. Yeah, well, so I have no fucking idea. I guess you know it's a cool match because I guess just they wanted to pay some tribute to Brody on the show, and I think this was a good way to do that. Just have them be some jobbers, you know, and that's have a little touching moment at the end, and that's good. So I mean, for what it was, I mean, it was it was pretty good, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the tribute part. That part was nice. It's just, you know, it felt like it was just there to be there, and I didn't appreciate that. You know, the yeah, match. definitely, they, there was definitely a filler match right here. Like, there was definitely some filler. There was some good shit, you know. And uh, this was the filler. Like, if anything, if you really wanted to do this, just start the show off with all the roster on the stage, like what they do in WWE sometimes with the ten bell salute. You do that and have everyone, you know, hold up the sign or whatever, pay some quick respects. Have that first yeah. 10, 15 minutes be about that, you know. Yeah, definitely. Oh, did they even do a ten bell thing? I guess they they already did the other one, so maybe they didn't want to do it this time. I mean, I think they did it, you know, when he actually passed away. Last yeah, exactly. Year. exactly yeah. Honestly, I'm you know I'm still very upset about Brody Lee passing away. So yeah, you know. yeah. It's, it's so upsetting, but you know there are some lovely tributes with the Dark Order here. No, oh, no, the Dark Order, man. Uh, I loved what they were doing on this show. And we're going to get to that, but before we do get to that, yeah. there was a quick recap of Ruby Soho and Britt Baker. Not much there, just reminding you that that happened and it's still going on. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, uh, with their feud still going on, <laughs> shit. You know, I would assume so if they're doing this promo, but who knows? Who knows, really? Honestly, I feel like it shouldn't be still going on. I mean, you could you can argue that it should be just because Ruby was kind of screwed out of the title by uh, Jamie okay. Hader. But, okay. yeah, I think one match at All Out, is that the next thing they're doing? All Out or... Yeah. Um, well, no, I don't think it's All Out. I think they just had All Out. What's the next thing? Oh, yeah, Full Gear. Full Gear. One thing <laughs> is Full Gear. They do All Out too, right after the first do All Out again. Go even outer. Call it that. Even further out. How would you do even more than bring in Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson? Who the fuck is Daniel Bryan on the on bring the same in, Just show Arne Harrison with the real gun. Show a actual do a little you know how Oh my god, in the fucking promo things that he has the fucking Glock pointing at the screen. Exactly. No, you ever see those little things like in court where they're like, here's a dramatic recreation of the situation that happened? Just do in that with Arne Harrison. Like uh Dark side of the ring, whether it be spinning into like fucking backs of chairs. They get spoofed dark side of the ring the time someone tried to rob Arn Anderson. Oh my god, that that would be so. We can definitely do that for sure. Dude. All you need is fucking shit. You need to like look like a shadow person, and uh, that's like a nice TikTok right there. If we ever get someone who's good at visual techniques and editing like that, we'll do it. That's a TikTok we'll do. Yeah. So you see, it's, it's a useful one, TikTok. It's a useful one, it's there. Yeah, for sure. There's probably a lot more to talk about Dark Side of the Ring, too. And I think we'll get to that soon, because fucking reports say that Ric Flair and Brock Lesnar will be on Joe Rogan experience, so that's pretty interesting. As, but right before I texted you that, I was at work, I put the phone down, rubbed my hands together, I said, that's two free videos right there. Thank you, Joe Rogan. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely appreciate that, my guy. I don't even I don't even know you, but thank you. I don't watch it often, but when I do, you know. When I do, it's because there's something you got a wrestler on your show. That's it. Wrestler or a comedian, that's interesting. You know. Yeah. yeah. Especially with something like this, which is controversial as well. I don't think okay, so I don't think Brock Lesnar would say anything about anything. I think Ric Flair would. Would you ask Brock Lesnar if that's true? I mean, I would feel comfortable asking him Rick. But if you ask Brock, I think he would just try and kill you. 
Yeah, I think Rick would definitely answer and just go all out and unanswer. But I think Brock Lesnar's gonna be like staring at you, fucking about to murder you. You would ask him that, and then there'd be a cut. He's wearing the like, flannel. He'll just fucking destroy you. There'd be a cut, um, an awkward cut. Which is okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, you know, uh, how, what's it like being a farmer? Yeah, whatever the case may be, something interesting is going to come out of both of these interviews, and we'll be there for that. So, be there to talk about it. I will listen to every minute of those interviews. Probably, maybe not the Ric Flair one, but you know, I don't know. Well, who knows? Maybe I just want to because I don't. I don't know how much interesting shit can come out of a Ric Flair interview. There's plenty that could come out of a Ric Flair interview. Yeah, that is. You know what? There could be. There could be. Well, we'll see what happens. Anyway, so we get to Matt Hardy's promo before his match. It's very quick. He's like, "Man, Rochester sucks. Man, I hate it here." And then Orange Cassidy comes out. Yeah, I mean Orange Cassidy. I mean, uh, did he come out with his music? Yeah, it was music, and then it was the Dark Order that came out immediately afterwards for the match. What do you think of his music? I like it. I, I don't I know if it's, it's a great cool, wrestling theme. I don't, really, I don't know if it's a great wrestling theme either, to be honest. I really like the song, though, on its own. It's a really good song. I just don't think it's a cool wrestling song. Yeah, me too. It sounds like somebody here like H&M or something. No, like if we're talking like well, not H&M, maybe not H and I don't know. I never. I, I walked into an H and M before. I just don't know if that's where it would be. It's somewhere, somewhere that seems edgy. You know, somewhere where the edgy kids go and they want to feel all edgy. That's where. That's where. That's where that it's, would be. It's very late nineties because it is. But yeah, you know. the hipsters go and they they look around the store and the bass playing in the background. Now, I mean, let's be honest. If we're talking about that song and Ruckus's music. There's not even a comparison. This song, it's it's above there. But you know. I mean, look, Zero Miedo is a pretty good song, right? Like he has one occasionally. That doesn't make up for like the fifty other songs he Judas has. Judas in my okay. mind, my guy. That wasn't even him. That was him. I'm telling you. That was not him at all. One hundred percent him. You know. Yeah, sure. He looked like Chris Jericho on the music video, but it was ruckus. Yeah, whatever. All right, so. Great family hook. office versus Orange Cassidy and the Dark Order. They still tease the Ascension and stuff like that. And uh, I think yeah, it was Ascension. I love these Udo and uh, Udo and Grayson were the ones that tried to walk out, right? Uh, yeah, they were. Or maybe it was Udo and somebody else. I think it was Uno Grayson, and either Colt was going with them or trying to talk them out of it. It was one of those two. I think Colt was going to talk them out. Anyways, negative one. Oh, I, did and, did CM Punk say anything about Colt Cabana? I don't think he did. I don't think they would let him. I don't think so. I don't think he said a peep about Colt Cabana. I, mean, I could have missed something, but I, I don't think he did. Yeah, that would have been some interesting shit. Anyways, you gotta. He should have said like "hello" or like the. He should have done the bit from the uh, pipe bomb. He should have said something about the money. The time he tried to sue him. Make it really awkward. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had that lawsuit, me and Cocabana. Everyone goes silent. The entire Dark Order come out, all of a sudden, you see Cocabana and you just hear, there's a son of a bitch that tried to sue me. Over here, Colt. Over here. <laughs> Waving at him. And Chris if this Cole. was, I mean, look, obviously you wouldn't do that here, because that's not what this is supposed to be. But like, any other time no, you see... Not, 
Yeah, no, we don't mean any disrespect. If we come off disrespect, we don't mean this at all. No, not at all. We we definitely yeah no we're definitely into the Brody tribute and all that. Like we love Brody Lee. It's great. Yeah. But this, this is true? yeah. This is a separate thing we're talking about here. I, at some point, I just want to see him punch to acknowledge the fact that Cole Cabana tried to sue him. But I feel like we kind of like talk about things, right? And then. We kind of just kind of like, because we were, especially when we're talking about the Arn Anderson thing, we were like, oh, this is what you need to check out. But I mean, overall, it's a Brody Lee tribute show. So, I mean, if you're going to watch it, you're going to definitely have to, you you better respect Brody Lee, you know? Of course. You know, obviously, we respect Brody Lee. Of For course. Sure we do. I'm exactly. just saying, though. Exactly. That promo was also here. You know, you're expecting to not talk about that promo where Arn Anderson said he maybe killed somebody once. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely think that was fucking a, a reason to watch the show. So awesome. other than that, though, yeah, we mean no disrespect whatsoever. Yeah, but before I forget about it, during the Arn Anderson thing, before we get to this match, CM Punk said, I'm pretty sure that story that Arn just said is true, except I'm pretty sure he didn't use a Glock. Oh, my God. So I assume he means he uses dick. I mean, that's pretty... Use his bare hands, maybe hopefully not dick. That'd be awkward. I'm probably kill a man with his dick. Maybe he didn't even kill him. He just threatened him. I guess you know. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back on that. No, no, thank you. I you said it, man. I love me. I said it, man, but it was because whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was gonna go with bare hands. I don't know how you brought that up. I mean, I was thinking bare hands too, but I was like, you know, what's funnier than bare hands? <laughs> Uh, penis, you know. All right, well, whatever. Let's go the penis. Wait, we'll, we'll get to that later. But oh yeah, wait, we did. The, we covered the whole match. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get back to the touching Dark Order stuff first. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Uno and Grayson about to leave, but of course Amanda Huber and Negative One come out, and they talk him out of it. Negative One throws the paper at him. It was an awesome tribute to Brody. Oh no! Yeah, this was fucking great. Everything they did here was perfect. Um, really can't judge it too much at all, cause you know it's a very touching moment for the family and the wrestlers in the ring. So nothing we can judge or anything like that. It's perfect. You know, it was really, it was just a really nice segment. Honestly, it's a heartfelt moment. You know, Dark Order get back on the same page. They get a win. You know, you yeah. get to see Negative One and Amanda Huber come out pay tribute to him. It's awesome. Because before in the night, they were like, oh, Tony Khan told them to get, you know, make make sure you're on the same page tonight. And they definitely just weren't on the same page tonight. So, you know, Amanda Huber happened to come out there and be like, look, who, who are you wrestling for right now? And be like, oh, we're wrestling for Brody. That's right. That's right. And they go in there and they kick, they kick all the ass. Every single ass. Yeah, they went on a tear after that. It was awesome. They went off. Yeah. They fucking won. They looked like heroes. They were amazing. Yeah. And before we do move on, I do have a question. And people thought that Bray Wyatt was going to be on this show, too. I mean, that I, I don't see them doing that now. Yeah, I didn't Yeah, I didn't see a place for Bray Wyatt on the show, necessarily. I mean, unless he came out and did, like, a little Brody Lee tribute or something, but, you know? This would be a... That would not be a good way to debut him. I don't think he would agree to that, either. I don't think so, no. I mean, but we don't. We don't know. I mean, it could have been... They could have done it in a respectful way. Who knows? It's really hard to do that, though, because how do you have a debut like that and not have it overshadow or, like, not... Exactly, like yeah, that's, that's how I was feeling. I was like, yeah, it would definitely overshadow a huge um, 
something that has to be like a really good feeling to these uh just overall the tribute show in general the whole thing before we move on i do have a question who was that one guy in the hardy family office that i've never seen before no it was it was the isaiah cassidy nope i've seen him before <laughs> okay Dude, Tyler, it was the bunny like, man it was the bunny no uh, the dude in the trunks i have no idea Okay, just making sure. One of their studios. Maybe they have studios. I'm sure they do, but like this dude just kind of showed up and they were talking about him. Like we were supposed to know who he was and like I didn't. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably a dark thing. It's almost like the, H, the HFO. That's the initials, I assume. Mm. Yeah, the HFO. I feel like they're such a fucking mismatched group. It really, it's not working. It really isn't working. I don't really understand. Like, they got a butcher. They got they got a private party, and they like to party. And, and I don't know. I feel like they're total opposites. They didn't have because like, the group. butcher and the blade are just stone faced motherfuckers. I want to kill you. And the private party is like shots, shots, shots. You know. So it's like I don't know. They never explain how it works. I mean, I know that they explain that they make money, and that's why it's supposed to work. But you never explain why they get along so well. I feel like the butcher shouldn't be making money. Like you know. I mean, I feel like he should be like chilling, you know. I feel like he shouldn't be in a money making rich group. I mean, he's in a band, you know. Does he really need that money? Or come on, he does. I mean, that is true too, you know. He's got an album coming out this month. I I feel like he should be chilling, being a butcher and all that, and you know, the private party and Matt Matt Hardy could be living the lavish lifestyle. Yeah, you know, there's um, I don't know. I just feel like they're not doing enough. Be the private Hardys. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Well, anyways, moving on from that, we get to a quick segment with Leo Rush, and he is now all elite, apparently. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about the gimmick that he's going to go for? I, I kind of zoned out after I saw Stonks, and that's just all I wrote here. I just wrote Stonks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah, I don't know how this would work, necessarily. I guess he'd just be another money mat or whatever. Is the gimmick supposed to be that he knows Wall Street and he's going to use that knowledge to make money? Is that the gimmick we're going with? I think maybe. You know, it it definitely seemed that way. I'll say that. I'm not even kidding. I literally just saw stocks and wrote down stonks in my notes and zoned out. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like... um, I'm not sure if this this gimmick, right? I mean, we'll have to see it to to really judge it. That's that's the type of gimmick this is. Yeah, I'm not going to judge it too much. I'm just going to say I'm happy to see Leo Rush getting back into the ring. Yeah, for sure. I mean, people are out there being negative towards him because he had all this drama go on. But you know, hopefully, every everything is good and he's he's back in the ring, back back in it, and we can see him fucking perform and be great. Yeah, yeah. So now we get to the FDR. There's like a bunch of promos before the next match. We get to the FDR promo. That was another quick one, just saying that they're refocused now and they're gonna start winning again. Fuck the ramp. Indeed, that is what that stands for. In case you didn't know. Yeah, I mean, that's why the fucking, that's not why the, there's no ramp on the stage sometimes. The FDR just hate it. They hate it, man. That's not what I pictured, actually, when you said fuck the ramp, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you just, you had a really weird attraction to the ramp. I thought that's what you were going with. That. No, okay. it's, no. Why would I do that? I would never say something preferred like that, no. Don't act like you didn't see the Arn Anderson thing like 20 minutes ago. No, I didn't see that. It didn't happen. Whatever. You know, what did happen is the Dan Lambert <laughs> segment 
that was here. Oh no, I wish that didn't happen. Same here, but um, you know, it was painfully, not painfully, painlessly. I feel like Scorpio Sky and this Ethan dude got Ethan Page. He has his name. I feel like they have um, they they should be doing other things that are better than this. See, the thing is, you see, if you don't know Sky and uh, Page that well, right? Whatever his name is, you see Lambert here. And you think, well, he's there because they're not great talkers. But then you see this segment, you're like, no, they are pretty good. So why is he there? Yeah, I don't fucking... Dude, Scorpio Sky was killing it before Dan Lambert. So, I mean, unless they, like, they just didn't put this paint on Dynamite. That's really the only issue. It's really... They, they lost this thing in Darby, and then now this is happening. I don't know uh, scientifically how that worked, but it, it happened. Look, I don't... I don't get it. Um, I feel like Scorpio Sky could be a huge star. Like he has all the, he had the right theme song. He had a, the whole character, the whole. He could cut promos. He could do this. He could do. That. He could really, really be a lovable underdog babyface, like a like a Darby. And uh, they didn't do it. So I mean, they missed that opportunity. And that's just that. It's really weird. Cause he was doing good as a face, and they turned him heel. And you're like, okay, this is. I wouldn't have done that, but this could still work, you know. And ever yeah. since he's become a heel, it just hasn't been working for me. They put him on dark for the longest time to the point where I didn't see him do any singles matches on Dynamite. So, I mean, the ones he was in were fantastic. Like his storylines with whatever. Uh, did he do one with Cody or Chris Jericho or something? Uh, he did have an AEW title match with Jericho. Yeah, it was Jericho. Yeah, that, that was good. I like that stuff. Yeah, I think that was two years ago, almost two years ago. It it's fucking crazy how, how much time flies. Yeah, no, but, um, it feels like it was just last year, at least. You know, good segue, though. Uh, oh, yeah, but Ethan Page, I don't know about him. He has vlogs or whatever. Because on yes. YouTube, and does little camera thing or whatever. He has vlogs. He says that he has the tightest tits around, and people get that oh, tattooed on the... Yeah, he has, he has that catchphrase, and that's how someone got that tattooed on himself. Seen... And that's a real mistake, I think, personally. You ever see Ryback's picture on Cameo? The, his fucking profile picture is him with his tits out. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, he got his fucking tits in it out and his fucking nipples are all hard. Dude, I'm fucking... I, I was scrolling through, I was like, what the fuck? Were you more or less interested in buying a Cameo from Ryback after that? I don't know, it was like a hundred fucking bucks. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, right. yeah, everyone's 109 bucks, man. I don't know what happened. I feel like some people used to be cheaper and now they're just not. Just know that if we're ever on cameo. I'm not sure if the great Kali was ever 110 bucks. I'll, I'll say that. Well, rest assured, if we're ever on cameo, it, it's five cents. Let's be honest, it's five cents. I mean, we're not that. Yeah, we don't. We don't mean that much to anybody. Even if we had like a million subs or something, it's still five cents. It, it's 100 percent five cents. We would be like, hey, you could charge more. We'd be like, no, we can't. We're being honest with ourselves. No, we can't. Yeah, no one stops us in public and it's like, hey, it's you guy. No, it's not going to happen. Here's that no. disembodied voice from that one podcast. It never happened. Yeah, no, definitely not. So then we get a promo with uh, Sheila and Deeb uh, promoting their match next week, which shouldn't be good. I like I'm for that. Well, I like the build. I like it being like, I'm next to this number of wins, and I'm going to get that win right now. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know it was a story, but I'm just excited to see this match happen. Because I'm it's sure a it'll be great. dark story is what it is. Love, man. There's I no way she got that many wins on TV. There is no way now that she meant on TV. How many fucking matches has she had that I've seen? Like 10, 20, you know? 
That's a good question. I haven't seen either of these dudes in like months. Yeah, Serena Deeb does she does she do stuff for NWA? I think she did. She used to be their champion like a year ago. I don't bro, know if NWA she fell to... off, bro. Really did. They really did. Man, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, wasn't wasn't there a motherfucker that that uh that dude? Wasn't he like uh, alleged to do something? The guy that was running the show. Which one? I forgot his name, but the dude that was running NWA at the time was, I think he was alleged to do something. He put like an apology out and then resigned or something. I'm not really sure, but if you know what he's talking about, let us know. I think his name started with an L. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, but I think that happened. That did happen, I'm pretty sure. All, yeah, all I'm thinking about is the dude from Smashing Pumpkins. I know that's not who you're talking about. No, not Billy Corgan. Yeah, that guy. Well, Billy Corgan, he, he looks like a weirdo. I don't know if he's, he's, not, he's also weird on that like, level. Yeah, probably not that. Not, not probably not at the alleged to do this level, you know. Yeah, well, Although I have no idea, man. I don't know about Billy Corgan that much. I'm not gonna say shit about him. Never mind. But we'll say he does look weird. He definitely does look weird, yeah. So, anyways, we get to the second part, or second or third part at this point, if you want to count the um the uh, Mox Kingston stuff from earlier. Second or third part of the Brody Lee tribute with uh, TJ versus Ford and the Bunny. TJ, baby. Be back. You know, they come out, they get a, a win, and a negative one comes out, goes in for that hug. Good for him. That's, yeah, that's fucking, that was amazing. I like that moment. Because he's very close with Ty Conti and, uh, yeah, definitely. He's very close with them both. Yeah. It's always cool seeing Negative One. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah Negative One definitely deserves it, man. After all uh, he's been through recently. Yeah. For sure. So now moving on to the uh, promo for Rampage was going to be Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. I'm not sure how that match went. Sounds like it'd be a good match. I'm sure it was. Yeah, uh, hey. oh yo, I think uh, I think I was. I'm not sure if Don. I would. Yo, I have to look up whether or not Dante Martin versus Lee Johnson happened on Dark. Because I want to watch that match. Okay. Because I feel like that's gonna be that. That would be a good match to watch. I don't know. Sounds like it would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Lee Johnson needs more credit, man. He's pretty good. He does. He's just not featured on TV enough. Yeah, I feel like that nightmare. Hopefully, this storyline gets him featured on TV. Now, I think promo wise, what we're getting to next, the MJF promo. It's my second favorite promo of the entire night. I mean, if it w- if it wasn't for Arn Anderson, he would, you know, MJF would be at the top. But this yeah, motherfucker, Arn Anderson, comes out there with the Glock, and you know, he kills that shit. There's one line here that put it all the way at the top for me. The second, second best, and I'm surprised no one was talking about it. But we'll get to it when we get to it. But this one caught me off guard so much, man. All right. Okay. All right. So MGF come out, comes out. He's bragging about himself. You know, he's bragging about having Bruce Prichard's phone number, saying he might give yeah, him a call. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a thing that you should be bragging about. And it's like I got Bruce Prichard's phone number, and you know what? He said it was either him or Jim Bros who said he shouldn't be bragging about it because everyone has that number. Yeah. 
But, you know, I think Darby doesn't because he did come out and go get it, I think. I and think then, so, yeah. After this this line, man, Darby gets in the ring. MJF stops him immediately and he says, Look, man, I really dig and I quote the school shooter <laughs> mime on skateboard routine you got going there. I didn't think about it like that, but when he said it, I said, You right. <laughs> you right. Yeah, that's pretty true, and that's that's pretty true actually. Yeah, that, that for sure. Yeah, that's that is the vibe he gives off. I this caught me more of it's kind of a bit awkward. It's kind of it's kind of a bit awkward too, because that's kind of how he is in real life. It's it's kind of messed up, but it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, come on, you gotta laugh at it. You gotta laugh at it. It just it caught. I didn't think he was gonna say that. I really didn't. Yeah, MGF always goes fucking far as hell, but it's always for the best. Speaking of far and less funny, he did also then decide to go after his uncle who died in the car crash. He said, it's pretty fucked up, MGF. What the fuck? He said you should have died instead. And that was actually yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a bit, that's a bit far. And I was like listening to that. I, I wasn't even watching it at the time. I was kind of just listening on my headphones and I was like, wait, whoa, what you, how do we get from this to that? Okay. School, school shooter mime joke, fine, whatever. But that maybe not that. That's a bit much. Yeah. I mean I'm not like I'm never fucking now I'm never really too like mad about that stuff because I know that the people Doing the promo, know what's going on. So, yeah, no, I, like, I'm sure Darby knew what's going on there. Yeah, I'm sure he was fine with it. Yeah, but that's yeah. why I'm never like flinching or anything like that. I'm just like, okay, all right, we doing this, all right. I really, after the whole Brian Billman thing, I think we really should have expected that more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really on me, honestly. It's definitely a wrestling thing where you just bring up someone that died and you're like, you're, you're using hell, motherfucker. Like it's like that. That's just something you do in pro wrestling. Yeah, circa Randy Orton. One way or another, probably probably very shitty, honestly. But you know, oh. moving into main event territory, we get to Sammy Guevara versus Miro for the TNT title, and I really get yeah, Sammy. Sammy fucking Guevara, man, dude, I'm so fucking happy that he. Uh, spoiler, he won the belt. He won the championship. Spoiler, Jr. also said, "Sammy, Sammy, Sammy." Sammy at least 15 times and I, I wasn't sure why he kept doing it. It's because he likes he, he likes to do that. I don't, I don't know. He did it during the match cards. He did it during everything with Sammy Guevara. I, I just thought he was really excited at first but then he just kept doing it and I was like, okay, JR, you can relax. I guess now. that's just a meme maybe that he does backstage or something. Does he see him just like in public and he just does this thing? I would assume so, yeah. Well, anyways, I don't know what that was about, but it was a really good match. I've, I've been looking forward to this moment, man. Definitely. I was like, okay, look, if I'm going to watch Dynamite for anything, it's to watch Sammy Guevara win this title. I didn't even know any of the results. I didn't, want, I didn't know anything. I was like, he's definitely a win on this night, and it's going to be a good time, you know? Because I think Sammy Guevara definitely earned it, you know, honestly. Like, he's been putting on banger matches. Like, I didn't think that one with Sean Spears would be fantastic, but it was. It was fantastic. And, like, he just reminds you time and time again that he's one of the best wrestlers in that damn company. One of the best up-and-comers in the company. Young stars. So, I think this is definitely a great move. And then, apparently, he's going to have an open challenge with Bobby Fish next week, or this week. And uh, it's going to be pretty dope. I am incredibly excited for that. You have no idea. Yeah, Undisputed Era. (laughs) Adam Cole, Bobby Fish. No, just get get Kyle back. Get Roderick. You know, bring him over. Have him join the elite. 
Yeah, help join the elite and form a subsection of the elite called the, uh, the uh, you know, the, un- uh, uh, the UE. The U- yeah, the, the UE, but they don't specify what it means ever because they legally <laughs> can't. Yeah, exactly. Something elite, of course. The undeniable time period, you know, something like that, you know, whatever. Undeniable elite, there you go. But yeah, no, um, Sammy Gamora winning is awesome to see, you know. They put on the awesome no, no, match. They, they pulled up, yeah, well, fucking Miro and Sammy pulled out a great match. Yeah, Sammy winning, it's his first title in the company. But first, probably first of many. No, it was just uh, really cool to see. Yeah, the fucking confetti, the people coming out to congratulate him. The playing on the soul came out, unfortunately, not just as Carfax from the Carfax commercials, at least not there yet. Was, there was no way for them to do this other than to have Sammy win because if so, if Lego del Sol got his car lost and this and that and the other thing, right? And I feel like if Sammy Guevara were to lose, everything just would have went down the train. Would have been a very awkward storyline then. Then I wouldn't know I'm that. I'm going to buy you a car. Uh, I died too. Uh, we get no car. Yeah. I mean, look, I think personally, you're just wasting your money on buying Fuego another car. You see how easily he'll give those things away, you know? But yeah. Whatever. For sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, um, I think Fuego does so. I think, I don't know if he's going to be a star. <laughs> I really don't know. Cause I, I've seen his specials of Miro and I've always thought, like, oh, cool. But I, I don't know about him. But I know Sammy Guevara, man, I'm happy. I mean, look. I don't know how we knew he is, but so far I think he's just okay. Yeah, man. That's really all there is. All there is to him is that he's from Alabama, and that's that's all I know. The only thing that I remember about him is that he's in a luchador from Alabama, and and Jericho doesn't trust him because of it. And look, I get it. I do understand that whole process that he's going through, but I mean, you know what? We'll give him a chance, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that's basically it for Dynamite. What would you give this show as a whole? Um, I'll give it a thumbs up. Or yeah. you know what? You know what? Should we should we do it? Should you, you know for Brody? Should we do a double thumbs up? Brody, I will in fact give this a double thumbs up. That's right, double thumbs up for Brody. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. The highest rating possible. Double thumbs up. If I could, I would introduce a whole new rating called the triple thumbs up. Man, you know what we're doing just for Brody. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it for Brody. Thumbs up quadruple, quadruple thumbs up, baby. Oh my quadruple god. Thumbs up. The decahedron thumbs up. Yeah. For Brody. Exactly. And, and that's that, it for the, the podcast. It's basically for us and how you're going to take it away with the plugs and we'll be done for today. Alright, so you should go follow us on every single social media platform in existence. We're everywhere as long as the old number still up and not down. Um, and WrestleGraps, go follow us everywhere. Um, as well as podcasting platforms, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, a five-star one. That's pretty good. Five stars is what Dave Meltzer gives good matches. Give us that on our podcast. That sounds good. Um, go follow us on Spotify. Why don't you subscribe on YouTube, like on YouTube, share uh, from YouTube, share wherever you can, actually. Hit the notification bell wherever you can. Uh, comment down below on YouTube. Tell us your thoughts about everything, especially the Arn Anderson promo. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.